0: So what have we been indulging in while we're in quarantine because we have nothing else to do? We, what have we been watching? What have we been playing? Because we've been saying what we've been listening to, but so what have you been mm-hmm. playing, oh, what watching. The fuck Watching you. I'm going by the list. I'm going right underneath me. Uh, yeah, well, you you said that I was starting it, and then you got pissed off. And then I was you like, just do it one more time
1: start. to go okay. into me. And that then you just start. throw this in a, a Kyle.
2: We're
0: fine. All right, All right go with good. Kyle
2: first. Do it again.
0: Welcome to the Quest and Crouch podcast, where we talk about fandom and all things that we love and care about in the nerdum culture and pop culture in general. So, my name's Steve, and to the left, of course, of me is Christopher
1: and Kyle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, what have we been up to lately, guys? I know with quarantine and everything, we've been kind of under a rock or in a cave of souls. So some of them may call it, because uh, we have to stay home. First of all, how's,
2: how's my microphone sound? It sounds, sounds a lot sexier new. now, doesn't it?
0: It's it. <laughs> uh, You're no, using your phone as a microphone right now? No, I'm using <laughs> oh. uh, a new mic. And Because like, yeah. the last couple podcasts, I listened in, and man, did they sound like tin canny. <laughs> it's like oh steven's in two tree houses over let's uh let's say a quick hi to him on his tin can it sounded rough so i definitely yeah. read the i definitely read the emails um so yeah like what have you been playing guys like have you guys been playing anything new watching anything new
2: i i have been i have been um <laughs> there's a reason why i set up my microphone to be like this i was gonna <laughs> live stream it and then i was so exhausted after like figuring it out which wasn't that hard to do but once I did, I was like, I don't wanna, I just wanna kick back and enjoy it. And what I've been playing is Resident Evil 1. And and the reason why is because Resident Evil 8's come out. And I don't know, like have you guys been checking that out? Um like I
0: there's that big so- tall lady. Yeah,
1: I, I, I heard the craze yeah. with the tall lady and I watched someone yeah, play like it
2: a bit. Demostric crew or whatever her name is. Yeah. Yeah, and I've I wanted like it it looks like the most fun to play. But I'm a I'm 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 terrified. I can't do horror games. Like I'm yeah, such a coward and I want to be able to and I wanna get into the Resident Evil story and lore and background and stuff because like um oh man I can't really spoil eight because it just came out and a lot of people want to play
0: it. Yeah, hold yeah. on to that one. But, but like I, I know I Oh, okay. let, let me tell you, let me vote Resident Evil 2. Like, I used to be a big Resident Evil 2 fan back in yeah. 4 Days. I used to rip that all the time. And when they did the remake on that one, I was... Mr. X is scary to begin with, but now that instead of Mr. X, it's some 7-foot-tall vampire lady chasing you down, uh, I'm stoked. <laughs> I'm definitely scared that. that.
2: It's not Number that two, terrifying.
1: Is that the one with Liam? Or is that for
0: Leon Kennedy? Leon? Was in two. Yeah.
2: Leon, oh, I, I, I'm trying to, like, I, I have no idea what the story is. And um, so, in working on it, I, I'm starting with a one because I'm like, okay, it's not going to be that scary. Um, for me, it will be, but it's, it's not going to be like seven. Eight's not as scary as seven, but like, I'm, I'm going to have to eventually hit seven, but I'm, I'm going to go in chronological order because they actually don't move the timeline around one happens before two two happens after one and then it's all like chronologically perfect so i'm like awesome i'm gonna i'm gonna play it in that order but the the opening scene there's like a a scene that before you even start the game where there's like a zombie and he gets up and there's a gunshot that jump scared me
1: (laughs) (laughs) just like the easy ones yeah yeah
0: yeah simple ones it's the simple ones sometimes like i remember condemned just back in the like PlayStation Three era, just a wheelchair going down the hallway got me. Oof, super yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. It was just the sound effects alone and the sound design, like shout out design, sound design, and people who are doing the audio, like respect. Because just a simple sound of squeaking going down a long, like abandoned hallway, can be daunting, especially with creating that atmosphere. So, yeah, Resident mm-hmm. Evil always did a good job, but it's it's kind of a daunting franchise. But I heard that they're in this new one, they're like, if you're not really into Resident Evil, jump into it. It's a, it's a good starting point, which if you played the last one, why not?
2: I like that the uh, main character's name's Chris. <laughs> it, first of all, it's very convenient for my save files because it just says Chris. And I'm like, ah, awesome. But also, like, ah, really, yeah. I can't name, like, you see Chris's all over the place, but you never see, like, a badass Chris in, like, a fantasy thing. But this mm. guy is like as badass as they come. Yeah, name I one. guess it,
1: all the all the Chris's <laughs> are in Hollywood. That's why you got Chris Pratt, Chris fucking uh, Pine,
2: Hemsworth. Yeah, Hemsworth but one. Yeah, but it's not like Chris Rogers or 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 Chris. I guess would be Thor's alternate Chris name.
0: <laughs> I would say there's more famous Chris's than there are anyone else. Like there's Chris Rock. You said like Chris Pine, Chris Hemsworth, yeah. Chris Evans. Well, isn't well, Chris yeah, but they're like not
1: the... short for Christ? Jesus is pretty big.
0: And yeah, Kyle, you hitting us with that religion talk today? <laughs> yeah, I
2: brought it yeah. up. Yeah, let's 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 not cross yeah. those boundaries. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's let's let's, let's oh, what's a good nailing joke? Anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's been good so far. It's not that terrifying. Like, it's kind of like got that dead space feel where it's terrifying, but it's also like. You got weapons, um, so I, I played yeah. Dead Space way back in the day, and that one didn't scare me. It, it was like there was a few jump scares and stuff, but then you have like amazing guns, and you're like, oh, I could take this.
1: Yeah, I feel Although, like most horror games, like as long as I have a gun, I'll be okay. Like that, that's that's mm-hmm. that's how I think things. Like uh, games where you just have to run, like Amnesia or um, Clock Tower we just have ooh. to hide ooh it scares the fuck yeah of that's me. horrifying you
2: just some of those segments in you. 7 and 8 and i'm like mm, uh, i'm not ready for that yet the
1: thing about uh resident evil series is that the the games like cover like a bunch of different like uh like gameplay and genres like uh one that one has the fixed camera angles where you have to like aim manually right and then um.
0: uh, and the first one it's more like yeah. locked cameras yeah definitely locked cameras like clock tower three two. yeah, uh, jarring. Three.
1: yeah and then they, they sort of like open it up and like i think by number six you're basically playing like as a call of duty person and then it, then when it gets back to eight it's more more into like the horror uh aspects of it
0: i heard some things like like again i'm we're really in deep diving into gaming and all things nerdum and everything like that but i was mm-hmm. reading a lot of the reviews and the reviews said it's practically like resident evil 4 but in first person so resident yeah. Evil Four, if you haven't played that it was like you know i think that was one of her biggest games back in what 2007 or something nine mm-hmm. when did that game come out damn it
2: a while ago it was gamecube era so whatever that era was
1: the one game yeah. on uh, GameCube that was actually... Like, it, was, it wasn't it was cutesy. It was the only non-cutesy game, and it was like, oh, we're really trying to sell GameCube to, like, everybody. And it, it really worked well on that system.
0: Yeah, Eternal Darkness. Shout out to Eternal Darkness. That game was dope.
1: Which one's that and one that about?
0: One, uh, it was really good. I didn't see it because it was a horror game, so my sister mm. played it. I know I'm a bitch. <gasps>
2: yeah oh no i was like that too i got my sister to yeah. play like whenever i had to go like on donkey kong 64 like underwater i was terrified so i'd make my sister play or like going Shout in i Chris. used to be yeah like the the final boss of yoshi's island i'd be like you get to it like uh, you play it i'm gonna watch <laughs> oh, yeah, that
1: was a good one
2: it's terrifying You just run like bowser's running at you he's like the size of like a freaking skyrise screw that noise yeah
0: that one was stressful
1: too because like baby mario was always like yelling he's like god damn it stop getting hit yeah
0: i had fond memories of that game but i also had post-traumatic stress from that game because of that baby mario screaming
1: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah! I will never have kids because
0: of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Back on the Resident Evil talk. Sorry. Back to the Resident Evil talk. But they're apparently after that uh, mention I made about Resident Evil Four. Apparently, they're doing a VR version of Resident Evil Four. You hear that in the works? Oh, uh, that cool. They already that's did it. Well, it's already happening. So you can uh, play Resident Evil Four behind closed doors in VR.
2: Yeah, they're just not as terrifying because you have. They like seven limits your uh, inventory, and you're always running out of ammo and stuff like that. Whereas this one, eight, when the reason why they compare it to four is because it has like the shop vendor again. You have this giant uh, like briefcase uh, menu where you can move your items around, and then you can expand your menu slots, so you're always like equipped. Mm-hmm. And so it's more arcadey than it is like a horror game.
0: And Mercenary mode is back, which is great, like especially if you're a Resident Evil four or five fan, like wow, that's fun. so Mercenary mode.
1: yeah, the five isn't five and six sort of the same where there's like you you get like dropped into missions and they're sort of just like um like you you do it and then evacuate I don't know if there's like a, an overarching story. I didn't play through that one.
0: Just uh, mercenary mode is just like I guess like a rehash of that same match, but it's just getting the best score. So like a S record. Like you remember Devil May Cry back in the day? How every time you complete mm-hmm. a mission, it ranked you on how your progress was, style points, wow. and everything like that. It's a Capcom uh, game, so they just kind of went with it with the uh, Resident Evil Eight. Yeah,
1: I I think that's a good system. Just kind of, like, just always trying to improve. I I think uh, it worked well in the Hitman series with the uh, replayability. They have, like, daily hits where they'll make a random mission and you have to do it, and that's pretty cool. You get rated.
0: So fun. So fun. Especially Hitman. The new one. I haven't played the new one. I'm waiting for that to go on sale. Mm-hmm. That's going to be such a good game. Uh, last one in the franchise, and I think the same developer is going to make a 007 video game which is
1: Ooh.
0: pretty big. We're,
1: we're due for uh, a GoldenEye too.
2: <laughs> yeah, go back to the Pierce Brosnan games. Those are the yeah. best ones.
0: <laughs> Remember that game on PlayStation 2? It had, like, Heidi Klum in it. As uh. one of the Bond women. It was a PlayStation 2. It was done by EA.
2: Oh, what it's, do you a, do? it's a... Is that the one with the grappling hooks and stuff?
0: Yes. Okay, it had yeah, co-op I know. and everything. I would, remember I like bought it. And I like rented it back when you could rent games at Blockbuster. Pretty much, practically, just punked it, and I was like, ah, "I'll pay for it, whatever." And I remember on PlayStation Two, I would just play the co-op. The co-op was like the best part. It was like Splinter Cell: Chaos Three the co-op level. Oh, so good.
2: Oh, that yeah. was a good one too.
1: Yeah, I was always bad at that. That one was one where I could never be patient enough to win.
0: Me either. Like, I'm terrible when it comes down to patience, stealth, um, just anything that when it comes down to remotely, so even when it remotely comes down to, like, Assassin's Creed, like, when it comes down to the stealth missions, I'm trash. Like, I'm just going in guns blazing, I, like I always do. Like, fuck stealth. I'm <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> not a ninja.
1: Yeah, especially Assassin's Creed. Like, you, get, you can get all those upgrades and all those cool attacks.
0: So, um, yeah, yeah what have you been playing, Kyle? Like, um, Chris is ripping Mass Effect, or I'm playing Mass Effect, but I just got the new Mass Effect, I might as well go into it. I haven't played it yet, I'm downloading that thing right now as we speak. But, um...
1: How is Mass Effect? I never played that one, but I'm, I was, it's made by Bioware, right?
0: It is. Same wow. guys who did KOTOR, and you know my love for KOTOR, and mm-hmm. uh, Jade Empire, and all those games, and Mass Effect is like a love child of KOTOR and all the stuff that they've created back in the day it's just but then they what, screw up the what? last
2: one
1: <laughs> yeah
0: i th- yeah they did
1: yeah i heard did that the animation it? sort of missed the mark
0: Well, oh, the fan backlash was on the third one there um mm-hmm. it was just a basic <laughs> ending and i don't want to spoil it but it wasn't a good ending the first time around and then they edited it after okay. the fan backlash yeah
1: they changed the actual story. Wow.
0: The ending, at least, yeah. That's pretty crazy. Oh wow.
1: You know what? You know what's another good game that has a bad ending is uh, Deus Ex. That game is super super fun, and then the ending's like a cinematic.
0: It hurts my soul a little bit because I was expecting mm-hmm. like that last mission, and then it was just a big ass cinematic. I was like, no, oh, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like I guess it's yeah. Huh.
2: Thank God oh. I didn't put the time in to complete that one.
0: <laughs> like so it was Cyberpunk.
1: Yeah, Cyberpunk. That's a good
2: one. Yeah, how's that game going?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You tell me in maybe the next like six months and then I'll play it. Really? You're I'm so excited dust. for it and, and I bought
2: it and didn't even beat it. I bought Pokemon Snap and beat it in like 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, they, they did justice to the original. That is one's still so it good. Work? It's, I mean, like, how can you really screw it up? It's just you get tracked around the track, and then you just kind of like take pictures, and and they they give you a lot of challenges. I mean, the only thing I was missing was you can't make a a Magikarp evolve into a Gyarados. In fact, Gyarados is not in the entire thing. In oh, fact, we... there's one level that actually terrified me, which kind of probably led into me <laughs> trying to like. Having to buck up and, and get less scary. There's like an underwater one. I was like, I'm scared to look around because a like Gyarados' face is going to be in my face and I can't deal with this.
1: You are terrified of deep water, aren't you? Yeah. yeah
2: it
0: seems stressful.
2: <sighs> it's horrifying. And <laughs> I tried to show uh, uh, some kids, uh, Deanna's niece and nephews, or nephew and nieces. And I was like, watch this level. It's so terrifying. And they're like, it's not scary.
0: <laughs> I was like, shit. Oh, man. Man, kids are hard these days. Like, they watch horror movies, like, that we deemed not scary at all. Like, it's, oh, this is cheesy. It's like, yeah, well, it was cheesy. But, like, this is scary at our time. You know what I mean? Like, what are we talking about?
2: I'll I'll show them some scary movies. I'll show them. not that scary. I'll... They're not gonna be terrified of anything, I bet. Well, actually, no. The one scared of Coraline, which is like a weird, three D animated. I think it's Disney or Pixar.
0: To be fair, that that's a cute creepy, one. Had a creepy, like, style to it, like Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, right? It had that weird aesthetic to it.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I hope they. I hope they like uh, make more later on because, like, I like the animation style. And it doesn't have to be as Burton, but it was. It was nice seeing it because it was executed really well.
0: Oh, it was Burton.
1: No, but it was. It you can definitely see that there's influences from
0: definitely inspirations there, and that's the thing that is when you're creating something like that. It's always hard to pay homage to something, but also respect it and bring it to the new f- light. You know what I mean? Like the new future generations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I.
1: I... I watched um, this new movie on Netflix called "The Mitchells vs. the Machines." Have you, have you guys seen that?
0: No, no. <laughs> the animation it. It spooky, but yeah, no, yeah. I haven't watched it.
1: The animation is like very much like uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, but like the the jokes. Like, they, they'll, they like, literally do a record scratch and then put a meme in for, like, in a, in a freeze frame. It's like, this isn't going to end well. Like, this is going to be sure. dated in a year.
0: Wow. Yeah. So, so how does that work?
1: Loser just finds a way to, to save the world, I guess. I mean, well, I guess it's the Loser cool. family.
2: But, so, but uh, animated? Kind of it's animated,
0: then.
1: But uh, it's got Danny McBride, in, who, who is pretty funny.
0: Oh he's great. I was actually thinking about watching rewatching Eastbound and Down.
1: Ooh, that's a good one too. Yeah. I fucking love it when he goes to Mexico and he meets um. Ah.
0: It's so good. Like yeah. shout out to that show and Danny McBride, man. I'm definitely gonna check it out <laughs> since you mentioned it. Thank you, Cal. I'm gonna definitely check that one out. The
1: perfect scumbag. In everything he plays.
2: I've 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 just been watching like uh like murder mysteries and other like documentaries, and then any spooky movie I can find. Um, there's a decent one that was like number one in Canada last night, anyway, when we watched it. I forgot what it's called, but.
0: What is it? The Prodigy? Oh, Woman,
2: no, it was Woman <laughs> in the Window. It was with. Uh... It
1: was about smacking your bitch up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, at Amy Adams and like Gary Oldman and Julianne Moore and anyone else? <laughs> uh but yeah, it was it was basically just like uh it was kind of like um the other movie where there's a guy looking out a window and witnesses something and then rear that's window? rear window. Yeah. Oh. And it, and it's like I mean if you look at the description it it spoils it on Netflix but essentially like yeah it's it's like a thriller mystery suspenseful uh, it does it really good though and I didn't predict the ending which usually movies like that I'm like I saw that coming
0: but this one mm-hmm. I didn't God, I hate those movies I hate those movies that predict stuff the only movie I was wrong in and I thought I was going to be 100% right was Devil that movie fucked me over
1: I haven't heard of that one. What's that about?
0: Is that the elevator one? It is the elevator one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's (laughs) a bad movie. Such a bad movie. But damn, that ending, that twist. I was like, no way. No way.
2: It's unmemorable because I don't remember it. (laughs) But I definitely saw the movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's just all the
1: twists at the end.
2: It's like, uh, no, you're, you're pressing the button. that That's the floor we're on. That's why it wasn't going like, ah, oh, shit. Oh, Thanks, fucking no. just no way. <laughs> no, I just made that up.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, there, oh, that was funny. <laughs> that should have been the movie. That should have been the movie. That should have been the movie earlier. Because, yeah, like, I would have watched that movie. The last movie was like, what, an hour and 30 minutes of five random people in a room together and it wasn't even like a big room so it's like where the fuck am I watching this
1: Which, uh superhero stuff have you been watching Steve
0: besides like Justice League for like the 13th time no, no way
1: I- you watched it again
0: I've watched it like five times now man um fuck, yeah like I'm a fanboy um, it's too sorry. long it's four hours <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean if you love it that much he can I mean go for it man
0: I take naps, you know, I come back to it, and I'm like, ooh, back to it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a good
1: hangover movie. You just, like, wake up two hours in. It's like, oh, this part? Okay. And then you go back to bed.
0: <laughs> exactly. Not only that, but it's, like, morning coffee. Like, I have an hour before work. Ooh, I'm going to watch a little <laughs> Justice. Like, ooh, treat myself. Have a little mocha in my coffee. hoo
1: <laughs> Treat it like The Office, like people do.
0: Yeah, like just treat it like a regular routine like The Office and I would say even Community and Parks and Rec and oh. 30 Rock, I, I think 30 Rock is up in there too. What would you guys yeah. consider like a mo- a show that is so binge-worthy? Would you guys, wh- what would it be in that category of binge-worthy, good quality, anything that keeps you coming so, back? What's the main The focus? Office,
2: That 70s Show, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, um... What else is there? I can't think. Uh i for me personally, I I've been to Smallville more than once. <laughs> Damn.
1: That's that's like seventeen yeah. seasons, right?
2: No, it's only ten seasons, but it's oh. it's good. I like it. It's it's not trying too hard because it was the first of its kind. So
1: mm-hmm. it not being too serious, that's probably where you want it to be. If it's like the first of its kind, you know, you sort of want to test the waters, you know, try one thing or the other.
2: I hear yeah. good things about it. Now they're just that like, Justice oh, League. we need to step it League, up though. every <laughs> single thing. Uh.
0: That was the worst Justice League though. It was the worst Justice League. I hated that Justice League the most. I'm sorry to cut you off there, Chris, but it's a good show. But that Justice League was like
1: so, oh Do do they God. come in on the on the end or is it like a continuing thing?
2: It's it's you near can. the end. It's like the last few seasons. You got like you got Arthur Curry. Like they don't go by their names, well except for the green arrow. The Green Arrow was good, though. I liked the Green Arrow because he was a bit more he had a bit more humor than the one from Arrow. Like, Arrow's are like, I'm depressed, and I need to shoot something. And then, uh, like, uh, what's his face that plays Oliver Queen in Smallville's like, hey there, Kent? Like, <laughs> like, he's supposed to be like, he's basically supposed to be pretty similar to The Flash and, like, how whimsical he is and, like, but even The Flash, he's kind of, like, emotional on, on The
0: Flash show. Well, uh... oh, too bad. So bad on The Flash show now. I'm a huge fan on that one. I was a huge fan on that one. Man, it's just dragging, though. Like, I'm, like, watching the newer seasons, and it's, like, for the newest season, I'm just, like, facing my hand. Like, I'm passing out. Like, what's the point of watching it? If you want to watch, like, oh, it was so solid in the beginning. Like, I would recommend it all the time. Same with, like, Arrow. Like, Chris actually got me into the Arrow. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Arrow's good. Once you accept that, he's not, like, the comic book Arrow. <laughs>
1: that's funny that you say that about The Flash. I was just about to say that I was thinking about watching it. Because I saw um, uh, Max von Sydow in the one movie as he, he's got, like, the Fu Manchu. And I was like, oh, that's a great-looking villain. I definitely want to watch this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like. There, there's moments, there's like glimmers of hope, like through the show. Like, there's moments like King Shark on The Flash is so cool. Like, oh, I love King, King
1: Shark. Okay. Yeah. I like him because uh, he's in the Harley Quinn animated show. That one's a good two, one, too.
2: Yeah. I like that they're not scared to, like, you know, how, like, uh, I guess they're not like that so much in the movies now, but they were earlier on where they're like, we're, we can't do that. It's not believable to do this character or <laughs> give him this outfit. Like Hawkeye and Avengers, like that's not his outfit. It's the purple outfit with like the everything's drapey and he's got like the pointy, like that's the thing you have to pull off, like figure it out. But they're like, no, we can't make it believable. But The Flash, every single like outfit they put out, they're like, and like King Shark and like Gorilla Grod and all that shit, like just go for it, make it as accurate to the comics as we can. Like that's what I yeah. appreciate about that show. Yeah. Me
0: too. Uh, like there again, there's some fails. Like they did uh, Mirror Master, they did a different take on Mirror Master. I'm not going to spoil it, but it's like you can change things in the comic book because you have to remember in the back in the comic book days, it was like what the 40s, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: you know what yeah. I mean. So everyone was primarily white, you know what I mean. And that's it's bad to say now in the hindsight, but it's like that's not how representation should be. Like, you know, there's different diversity, right? And, different nationalism. So like to have that little bit of diversity now, it's pretty cool. But in, back in the day, there was no such thing, right? If that makes sense.
2: Yeah, those yeah. liberties are fine and like it's it's just like it's felt like with like some of the movies they're like we're not even going to try to make it accurate. Like let's just like let's skip over that. Like it it makes sense sometimes when it's like so bizarre that's like okay, let's let's tone it down a little bit. But Yeah, Flash does that good.
1: Yeah, or like if the story just like doesn't jive. Like, I'm pretty sure there's probably like a story in the 40s where like they team up with the Nazi party to like defeat a villain or something, just like something totally rancid. But like,
0: mash episode.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was. I've been hearing a lot that they're trying to start a campaign to get Static Shock his own um, show, and I think that would be good, especially diversity wise. Like. 'Cause he does bring up those like uh those problems in his in his stories. I think it would be a really good uh Oh
0: good for trip. sure. Him all Who created for him? Him. Uh it's is he, DC is he DC? Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, but as the character, like the writer and everything, I don't know, uh, off the top of my yeah. head. I I should know, but I, I don't. I don't have does, the insight. Doesn't he, fly... in front of me.
2: doesn't he fly on like a trash can lid? Yeah, he's, I he's done right? like a
1: flying like like a silver saucer type thing, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's and like a metal
0: disc.
1: Voiced by Phil Lamar in the TV show.
0: Like, like, didn't he do uh, Green Lantern as well?
1: Oh, I'd believe it if you told me.
0: <laughs> he's, he's in everything. He's done a lot of voiceover work. Yeah, yeah, he's he's great.
2: Oh, another shout out to Smallville and and just things getting like them getting accurate maybe not the justice league although i am a fan of the green arrow um they got lex luther perfect
0: they did michael that rosenbaum one nailed thing. it he mm. was amazing i would even like, say i would even say the guy they got for superman was good too it, yeah that dynamic was
2: yeah like he was just so convincingly like charming and like You believed he's your friend, but like he had these things going on in the background, and then he just put on the perfect facade and just like, "Hey, how's it going, Kent?" and stuff. And then he's like in the background, like, "All right, is that weapon done?" Like, like, oh, it's so good. So what about you, Kyle?
0: What's your what's your shows or things that you keep on going back to replay -wise,
1: wise? Replay wise. Well, binge wise, I think the the most binge worthy show i watched was um the haunting of hill house i watched like the first episode and now i was like oh i gotta finish this and i watched it all in a day
0: so good
2: yeah yeah, it's it's good
1: good yeah and and back for like season not so much (laughs) oh is it because i i actually haven't seen it yet
2: it's it's a completely different vibe you could tell it's made by the same people but it's not as spooky Mm. it's creepy but not spooky
0: i like the first one the first season like what chris said is way scarier than the second one the second one is way better production and everything like that because netflix really seen the investment there they're like ah yeah let's do it right season two let's make it big but it just still has its charm just don't go expecting like no the next i don't know Pet Cemetery or something like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's worth a watch, but it, it watching season two, you're just like, Oh, I wanna watch season one again. That's that's the feeling it gives you. Oh really?
0: I implore you to watch it though. Definitely watch it. Get your own opinion on it. Like, um because the the story itself is pretty good. Just to, It's like uh yeah. have you ever watched American Horror Story? No? No.
2: I I started yeah. watching it but uh
0: it it was too slow for me. I watched, I, I, all, I watched all of them, but, but... Oh, you watched yeah. it all, yeah. Oh, sweet man. Then we should have a discussion about that one day. We we'll make our own podcast on that one. Like, that's a good show. <laughs> I don't mind that show.
1: Yeah, that's a good one.
0: Yeah. I'll binge watch it for next time if that's what you want. But uh, <laughs> the,
1: the, one, the one season that was bad though was that Trump one. Like, I couldn't even get past the, the first episode. There was like an entire like season based on it, and it was weird. What
0: season was that I don't think I watched that one. The last yeah. one I watched was. I think I'm behind then. Uh, last one I watched was Lady Gaga one and the Ro- Ro- Roanoke one. That was the last one. Yeah, the Roanoke one.
1: Yeah, those are good. Kathy Bates is really good in the Roanoke one. Shout out to Kathy
0: Bates. Shout out to Kathy Bates. What's that movie with the foot? What's that movie?
1: Oh, uh, Misery?
0: Yeah, she can misery me any day, man. I don't care. Oh, really? shout, out, shout out to Kathy Bates. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I like
2: kathy. yeah, sorry just googling who the hell kathy bates is
1: yeah she's like um she isn't everything
0: oh her for the longest time i thought she was the actress in matilda remember the chick that
2: yeah i just recently found out who else like uh that lady from matilda plays She's like the evil aunt, in, I think it's the third Harry Potter that he blows up like a balloon. The one that's like, if there's something wrong with the bitch, there's something wrong with the pup. And then he goes like, shut up. And then, yeah, she, that's the same she lady. She blew
1: someone up in the Harry Potter. Like, like, like a balloon. Yeah, and she went
2: flying away.
1: Like She's new dark in Harry Potter.
2: Yeah, she plays like the perfect like evil lady. Oh,
0: you mean in the pink dress? Pink.
2: Not the pink, pink. dress. That's, nah. like,
0: evil and right there. Like, I know Diablo's bad, but, like, Diablo's ain't got nothing uh, missing. and Pink.
2: <laughs> what have you been binge-watching? Right. What have you binge-watched, Steve?
0: Me? Um, Other than...
2: Is it just Justice League?
0: No, not just Justice League. Oh, the new uh, season of uh, Love, Death, and Robots.
2: Okay, I, I just Ooh.
1: brought that up with Chris before, and he didn't watch it. And I hear it's really good
2: i've already forgot what it is is an anime or
0: (laughs) solid it's like dude it's like the shit that we love you know what i mean like sci-fi like escapism fantasy like that's the stuff you want like my favorite one is the shape-shifting one i like that one because has werewolves spoiler alert but yeah
2: oh it's multiple stories
0: it every it's like i always like episodic things ever since i was young like i like to be taken into Unique situation or a unique story. Mm, and just like getting Goosebumps? <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Goosebumps and fucking Are You Afraid of the Dark. Oh, Canadian yeah, yeah. fucking legacy right there. Um, but yeah, like, when you ta- you're taken away from your, like, sense of normalcy and just dropped into this unique world where rules and everything may be different to our reality, which is pretty cool. And that show really de- uh, delivers... Cool, unique episodes, but cool animation as well.
2: Oh, it's just right like on. a different horror story. It's like an adult goosebumps.
0: Is
1: it like a different. Yeah, like is it a different every every episode? Yeah, every
0: episode okay. is a unique storyline. So, yeah, like goosebumps. It's just. I can't spoil horror? it for you. You gotta watch it. It's not like Creep Show. Creep Show is more horror. Every episode mm-hmm. is horror based. This one's more sci fi, more fantasy, and more, I don't know, unique. It's in like a sense. Black Mirror.
1: Yeah, is it the same yeah. characters?
0: Um, no, no characters are the same. Uh, just every story has either a new animation, either a new storyline, a unique moment, or a unique timeline. Yeah. That's oh,
1: actually.
0: cool. Yeah, it's like an anthology series, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I've um <laughs> the most recent uh, show I've been binge watching yeah. has been, been watching? uh uh Young Rock.
2: No, but I well no, no yeah I have heard, it. heard of it. I want to see it. I haven't seen it streaming anywhere. Is it on Netflix or?
1: Um, I think it's an Amazon one, but uh, it's it's mm-hmm. really good. Like I would Did you get it through go,
2: other means. <laughs>
1: no, no, I I was just like at my mom's the one day. And she put oh, it okay. on and I just like watched it for like five hours. If you the guy
0: the guy, I'm sorry to cut you off, The guy that they got to do the rock look fucking spot on.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. And his his dad too. Like the the casting in that show is like amazing.
2: And yeah, like, I think the rock actually found that guy too. Because I saw one of his Instagram posts and he puts like, Oh, I go into the gym all the time and I'd see this guy in there before me already crushing it and stuff like that. So I think he discovered him and then maybe even that might i'm just assuming now I'll speculate but maybe the, he's just like and you kind of look like me let's do a young rock series or whatever
0: yeah be wild running into your younger self in a gym <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean like I'd not quit. just in the gym <laughs> or like like he's like that would suck if the the younger guy that they got to play the rock looks bigger than the rock now
1: <laughs> oh yeah that'd be that'd be tough dude that dude is enormous Oh you're you muted, bud.
0: The new Black Adam, apparently. And apparently in the new Black Adam movie, they said they're they're not putting any padding in the rock suit.
2: Ooh.
0: You don't need that because he's pretty big. So yeah. Yeah. Well, that's something to look forward to. He's gonna be the most he's ever been ripped in his entire life playing in this movie, so
2: every day that goes by he's the most he's ever been ripped. He doesn't he doesn't take a break. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to Kathy Bates and the rock. <laughs>
2: Did you know about Black Adam before it was, like, announced as a movie?
0: Oh, yeah. As, like, just a fanboy, right? Like, I know most... Majority of the fan... Or... And favorites and villains and stuff like that. Shazam and Black Adam, like, go hand-in-hand, like, the Joker and...
2: Are they, like, the same universe? I know, like, they're all the same universe, but are they, like, the same, like... Is Black Adam, like, Shazam's villain or something?
0: Oh, Definitely. But they become friends sometimes you know like they have a a unique relationship but they're definitely uh, rivals in a sense because they've had that huge for centuries right it's it's gods right so gods go for centuries uh, so like every incarnation of shazam it's been played by another kid or another worthy person if we're going based go on in.
2: like if we're going based on the actors that are playing those characters i put my money on black adam versus shazam oh yeah
0: Dude, it would be so sweet if he does a rock bottom on him. You know what I mean? People's Sorry.
1: elbow, yeah. He's he's wearing an elbow
2: pad and he rips it off.
0: <laughs> just take my money, you know what I mean? Like, I'll pay for that shit twice, just for that moment.
2: He's going to be involved with the coordination of the of the combat and stuff like that.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Like, a stunt coordinator? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like See him do the People's elbow, though. Oh. Or call somebody a jabroni. Just want the jabroni oh, again yeah,
1: fucking jabroni. yeah but uh the the show it has like a lot about his dad and their life as like rustlers, and they weren't always really well off and so um it's really interesting because he goes he tells a lot of stories about his childhood in the show And uh, it's stuff that he's posted online and stuff before, so I've heard them. So it's really cool to see them come to life on screen, and and seeing all those uh, wrestlers that we all miss because they're 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 fucking all dead. They go in there. Um, uh, Andre's
2: in it. No, Macho
1: Man. Uh, who else? The Iron Sheik. (laughs) 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 Yeah. uh, Who else? Oh man! just tons. It's it's really cool. I, I haven't watched since the era of Attitude, but it was... I thought the
0: Iron Sheik died. Is it? Is he dead? No, he's dead. still kicking, I think. Is Sheik he? don't die, bro. He's just in a different like sweatshop.
2: No, he's dead. Uh, hold on. Let me look up. I think he's dead. You guys <laughs> talk amongst yourselves. That's so disrespectful. That's so
0: disrespectful. The Sheik is still Yeah, dying. I
1: think he is. He, well, like, he's, yeah, I think I,
0: he's somewhere in Canada ripping it up. He, I think he's now. Jeez, man. Like, that's two good shows. Like, seriously, Kyle, you're stepping up your shit. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. He's alive. Gotta
1: gotta step up.
0: Yeah.
2: And shout out to the Iron Sheik, who is the oldest living world champion at 79 years old. What? What a
1: boss. How many many wrestlers even make it to 70? This guy's 79 and a champion? Fucking legend. (laughs) (laughs) Said it, Kyle. Well, like, like, okay, you haven't seen. Right, this is just an off thing, but like Jupiter's legacy. You guys, have you guys seen anything of that?
0: No. no. So it's you like, can
2: watch that as well. Yeah, it's, I thought legacy is like something when, when you're gone. Jupiter's still up there.
1: I think it has <laughs> to be like some religious reference or That's some so shit. Bad. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just gonna let that one go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's been hanging a- out with too many dads lately. Like, well, quit hanging fair. out with the dads.
1: Yeah, you got any kids you don't know about? <laughs> <laughs> this is all me. Yeah, but it's it's such a weird show. Like, the first episode, his son's like a superhero, and he says dad at least th- 30 times in the episode, and, like, the amount of angst in that show drives me up the fucking wall. I don't even know if I can finish it. Honestly, What's I, I need you guys to watch it just so you could share my pain.
0: Was it as bad as like Cobra Kai, like with that uh, Danny Marus or Russo's? Russo. Uh, I fucked that one up real good. So LaRusso's daughter, she was so like, cringeworthy in Susan 2. Like she was just like,
2: oh, oh, really? I don't
0: know if you watched it.
2: Never but finished but... it. <laughs> yeah, I never finished it. But oh. like,
1: it's, it's not even fun in like the angst. It's just, it's cringy. It's very, very cringy. And it's trying to say something, so it's double cringe.
0: Oh no not good. So they're relying on the angst and the teenage rebellion, eh?
1: Yeah. There's the the one kid that wants to do the best for daddy, you know, whatever he calls him daddy. And a daughter that like runs away and is like doing nudies. It's just like how is this even a a show? And you like have you ever read this property?
0: No, I've never read it. Like uh, I know some of Mark Miller's work. Mm-hmm. I don't know a bunch of it. That makes sense like it, like i'm more of a dc guy right i'm not really more of an image fan i read some of the image stuff in some independent labels but so much content you know what i mean i only have a fixed income you know i have i can't get all the comic books as much as i love the medium and everything like that i can't get them all
1: not them all yeah well that's why netflix is here to help they bought his catalog so they're <laughs> gonna be making a bunch of his vi- movies and shit.
0: a whole catalog
1: Yeah, everything that he's worked on that wasn't shared with any other studio.
0: Shit. I did not know that. I knew that Netflix and him were teaming up, but I didn't know it was the whole catalog. That's interesting.
1: Yeah, well, I guess because they've lost all their Marvel contracts. Because uh, wasn't The Flash originally on Netflix?
0: Which one was it? CW. on. on.
2: We lost Marvel. Oh, and Netflix did, I guess. Yeah,
1: makes Luke sense. Cage was good, but it was like really slow burn. <laughs> it was just like got canceled because no more Netflix.
0: Same with uh, Daredevil. Shout, like, shout out to those properties. Yeah, like,
1: that's the one. Yeah, Daredevil
0: was so good. Like, I was so happy they actually did a good version of Daredevil, and it only lasted two seasons.
2: And Disney Plus is getting Spider Man, which I'm excited for, because you could watch the whole like Marvel lineup, but then like all the Spider Man films aren't there. Oh really? I think they're getting Toby Maguire, too. The OG, the 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 real uh, Peter Parker,
1: <laughs> the real one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Oh, Mr. Oh, fucking oh, Ugly Cry. Ring, I fucking yes. love that scene with the ring.
0: <laughs> and then the n- notorious dancing in the street meme. We all know. Yeah. Emo Peter. Yeah, that was a big movie, man. In our time, that was like one of the biggest ones. Like, it wasn't. Besides, like, Phantom Menace, like that was one of the big ones, Spider Man ones, I would say.
2: I know, that's why everyone's got, like, their heart heart on for Tobey Maguire, because he's like, that's our Spider Man. That's the Spider Man <laughs> that brought us into, like, the real world. Yeah. Well,
1: that was, like, 2002 or something. I'm pretty sure it spawned the whole craze, isn't it? Because if you think the 90s, would we have Spawn? That was a fail. Batman. Uh, Batman. Okay, you know what? That's true, Batman was good. But that was, I guess, more DC.
0: Yeah, but like, if you think about Spider-Man and Batman and Superman, those were the big, big time uh, hero movies before the Marvel Cinematic Universe came to be. You know what I mean? Unless you count Howard the Duck, which a lot of people don't. You know? I do. But-
1: all All those also were... Syndicated with cartoons, so like we were all like inducted into all these superheroes before we were even like 10 years old, so yeah, it makes sense that they're number ones,
0: yeah, 100%. Um, so yeah, when it comes down to I, like we've been talking about all the games we've been playing, all the movies we've been playing, I don't think we've There's more, right, yeah, because like.
2: I don't know. I think we've already talked about the fact that Diablo 2 uh, is coming out. They're redoing it. Oh, they're yeah. remastering it. I forget. Resurrected. Diablo 2 Resurrected. And mm-hmm. and Diablo 4 is coming out. We're pretty out. stoked
0: about that. We're, pretty, we're stoked over here about that one.
2: Yeah, yeah but they're not out yet. Yeah. So me and Kyle went back into Path of Exile. And then the last Ooh! time I, tried it, which I think my Steam said the last time I booted it up was like 2016. And then we're like shit. And then we started playing it, but they it has like the most intricate, like it's like Final Fantasy X on crack for like I think it's 10 that had like the crazy like progression tree. Yeah. So we watched a video that kind of simplified that, and now it's like, oh, I can actually plan my build going forward and and it makes sense now. So it's pretty exciting to it's it's scary because there's so many things I need to do with my channel, and and with also Burning Crusade Classic coming out, and I haven't really gone deep enough into Shadowlands that it's like, oh shoot, Path of Exile that would actually be super fun to get more into.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good game to like just throw away some hours. Like it's it's a, it's an action like uh, Diablo, so you can just do it mindlessly with music or anything in the background. It's it's.
0: Is it similar to Path of Exile similar to like Divinity in that sense? Um I don't, I don't know.
1: I would say I would say Divinity, it's
0: pretty like close to RPG. It's a RPG with like I'm sorry, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Uh RPG with uh turn based tactics or I think I don't know because I've been seeing Divinity like two. I was thinking about buying that one because like I've been craving like a mindless sprawl dungeon go-getter so that's what path of exile is like a diablo clone
1: yeah it's more of a diablo clone than divinity i think divinity is closer to like kotor or like Baldur's gate type i think you're definitely like that
0: okay because like i like my turn-based strategy moments and rpg stuff but it's like sometimes i don't like it sometimes i just want mindless Mm self-indulgence which is ripping things apart
2: i'm hoping that they because blizzard's been developing um Diablo 2 Resurrected, and also that Path of Exile came out after Diablo 3, that I hope they use Path of Exile and Diablo 2 as their template to go forward with Diablo 4. <laughs> like Ignore Diablo 3, because I think most of the good stuff about Diablo 3 is kind of in Path
0: of Exile, so just ignore
2: Diablo 3. <coughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, so, on the well, clap...
0: Continue your thoughts, okay, Chris. I'm sorry to cut you off, bro. Okay.
2: You really didn't need to clap. It didn't even pick up. Anyway. <laughs> Diablo, 4, I... <laughs> Diablo Four. What I've seen of it so far, I saw a llama playing it, and it was early, <laughs> early, early beta.
0: Llama, an actual llama?
2: No, his name's uh, Llama MC, or and I forget what it is. But he basically goes oh, by my hopes Llama. Up he...
0: And you crushed. You crushed it. I was actually thinking he's it was great. He does
2: a bunch of Diablo two speed runs and stuff. He's always streaming, but um, uh, yeah. So he was playing Diablo Four, and it was like early, early on. So of course, this might not, it, it might change, but it was very much like you could eventually just unlock every skill and like max out your stats and stuff, which is like Diablo Three, which is kind of horrible. Diablo Two oh. is just like. And Diablo 2 and Path of Exile, it's like plan out your build. You get kind of reverted a bit, but you have to plan out your build, and if you want to switch it, you're going to have to work to switch it. Not like Diablo 3, where it's like, okay, now I'm a Frozen thing. Click, 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 click. I like, I that, like
0: that. I like the choice, though. I don't like to stick to one character base. So I, I think 3 is more for me, man. Like I know you guys are pure and 2 lovers, mm-hmm. but like 3 gave me that option to like have fun. Like If I wanted to be more of a camper with like let's say i don't know spamming um whatever you know the far range shots already cut you off there chris but like i like that little option i can go anywhere instead of being sticked on one class or strategy
2: but but it it ruins the creativity it ruins the creativity because you could be like oh you know this useless skill like in diablo 2 it was like teeth or whatever You'd be like, how can I use the synergies and just no one else is doing this, so I'm gonna max this out and see what kind of character I end up with. And it didn't take that long to get a character to the point where it's like viable, like to 70s to like eighties in level. It doesn't take that long. So if if you're it adds more replayability than anything. And you could reset your stats, like I think it was it's like three times or whatever.
0: That. Yeah.
2: But it, it's not like, oh, I like it's not like and i I'm comparing it to the hearthstone effect where it's like oh that guy has the best deck so you just go to your computer click 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 now i have the same deck as him like
0: mm-hmm. to be fair gaming was always like that regardless you always wanted something brand new and shiny so you always looked on the internet to try to get that mimic that
2: well maybe but with diablo 2 you'd be like oh that's a cool build i want to try it out you have to start a new character and do it all the way through and you have to really want it you have to really decide that that's the build you want to go with and then you gear them up and everything, and you actually have to work for it. And then you're not just going to look around and be like, oh, everyone is an awesome Poison Necro build. Like, OK, I'm not unique, but I got the best build. Whereas you're like, you can look at all these different builds for all the different characters. And like, I want to work towards that build. Or you can work out your own build and, and, and just like dick around with all the different skills. It was. Just, uh, it's just better, and and Path of Exile is kind of the same way, and and it it works. Everyone loves it. Yeah,
1: like it's just different flavors. I think, like Steve said, like three works for him best, and like uh, I guess, like Diablo is It's definitely got some regressive traits, but it also keeps it in that in that era. Like with like with what you said, where your character isn't just a husk that you can change all the time. It's it's mm. more permanent yeah
0: yeah and and chris said it best like i always gap out about that you could always reset the skills like once you meet like meet max level like you can always reset that skills later so i totally gapped and like two has a fondness with me i always remember will always remember too because so the level design was really nice like, i remember that playing on like the pixel-esque art and everything like it had the best looking dungeons at the time yeah and, Like, and we were playing like a lot of 3D games at that moment, but that was like the first one where it like had a little bit of like shadow effects, lighting effects that were more drastic than, let's say, I don't know, Duke Nukem 3D. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Also, with Diablo 2, when you decide like, okay, I'm gonna try a lightning sorceress. There's a cool build for it, and that build requires me to max out charge bolt. So then you're going through like the leveling progress and you're already level five and you have a bunch of charge bolts already. So it also increases the fun of replaying. It's not like, oh, now I have to replay an entire character just to get to that point where I switch my skills over. It's like, no, now you're experiencing the leveling process and you're like, oh man, early on, like the lightning sorceress freaking kicks ass. Like, that's cool. And you're having fun replaying through the game. So it's just like another element of why it's better if it kind of let makes you really think about your choices.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: The replay value is so big right now, like especially if you're dropping, you know, like hundred dollars on a game now. I hate to say it, but it's a game that's a hundred bucks now. You know what I mean.
1: I can't remember the last yeah. time I bought a AAA one.
0: I just did today, <laughs> and it hurt. It so that's how, it how much hurt.
1: it
2: costs. Well, that's the problem. You have to get, like, the DLC bundle and stuff, too, because you know you're going to get it
0: anyway. Well, I was not too hurt this time around, but, like, last time around, I was definitely hurt, and that was Cyberpunk. Shout out to <laughs> Cyberpunk. Goddamn, CD Projekt. Just saying shout out to Cyberpunk.
2: <laughs> you're shouting them out. You hate them.
0: I'm joking with it. I'm joking with the shout out. So, like, fuck it's, them.
2: Like, I, hope uh, it does good. I
0: hope it does good. Like, after a year, I hope it's fucking awesome, but, like... And cyberpunk now but this was like that was the last game i got hurt burnt by the 90 bucks this time i got three games so i'm not too but hurt about it but like 100 bucks for a video game now that's not including whether or not you get the dick disc protection and shit like that you should stream I'm on that. my shitty ass <laughs> third xbox i can play 60 frames per second apparently so on the original xbox one you can run 360 or, not 360. <laughs> 60 frames.
2: Wait, Xbox One's not the newest one, is it? Series X. You got the new one right, though. Didn't you?
0: Oh, I can't find it.
2: Oh, really? They're sold out?
0: Really? Yeah, like, the console wars are a hard time right now. Um, if you found one, sweet. And if you're scal- scalping them, fuck you. Because, uh, you know, I'm not paying $1,400 for a fucking console
2: when did it come
0: out, came, not... out like, came out like earlier this year
2: it, wasn't it like, what if I yeah. could find one here since I'm in Toronto I could just like find it and I'll just call you and be like I found it you want it and then they just transfer
0: me the money literally I seen one of my buddies on Instagram he got both of them he's got them side by side I'm like you asshole <laughs> I text him I'm like, "Where did you get that?" When he got his Xbox, and he's like, "Where?" Di-? I'm like, "Where did you get that?" He's like at EB Games, like no, like shrugs it off, like, "Oh, I haven't been looking for it in Midland." Like, were, yeah, apparently, and I was Damn. so mad. I was like, "No way!" I'm like, I was <laughs> looking for months, like I can't even find one. So shout out, I guess. But if you found an Xbox or a PlayStation Five, good on you. You're living life big in this quarantine
2: i don't think i can do consoles ever again no why is that no i'm uh, i'm really happy with my pc gaming like especially now that i have a decent desktop and my laptop's badass i'm like "Ah, i can't do it all the good games are coming to pc as well but go on what were you saying kyle
1: Uh, i don't even remember
0: (laughs) you said something about an article you read an article (laughs)
1: Yeah, it was about how there's like uh, the chip shortage is affecting yeah. the PlayStation Five uh, production, so th- they're yeah. having trouble making them.
2: Yeah, same with the and... It's like the Super yeah. Nintendo thing all over again. I, I think it was a Super Nintendo where they had a chip shortage, and it was like a huge problem
1: because of the 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 jump in cryptocurrencies and everybody having to stay home and getting computers worldwide. They're having trouble manufacturing the. Sh- chips and yeah I guess they're having trouble making them and most of these systems they're so rigged that they're they're built almost at a loss because they'll make it all back in the games that you buy and shit so like there's a shortage they're doing it at a loss
0: yeah I didn't know there was a shortage I heard some speculation but I thought maybe they were just hoarding all their consoles in their warehouses and just didn't want to give them out right surplus
1: it's entirely possible I mean, like, it's a corporation. I wouldn't expect anything less.
2: <laughs> yeah, why would they want to hold it out, though? They get so much money scalp their own stuff.
1: Because what they're doing is they could create a, like, a false sense of scarcity. Like like what they do with diamonds. They've been doing that shit forever. Those things are precious. They're everywhere. How many fucking diamond stores do you see in one mall? Fucking real to... talk. Anyway, sorry, that was my rant.
0: Anyways, if you guys are, who are listening to us, please let us know if you guys want us to see play or Diablo 2 when it comes out. Let us know. Let us know what we should talk about. Games that we look over that we should talk about more that are like hidden gems. Anything, let us know. And of course, you can listen to the questing Couch podcast. I've been Steve, and to the person who's grinded his gears, his heart out today. I'm
2: um, Carl. <laughs> Which leaves Christopher! <laughs> or Christ for short.
0: <laughs> and uh, we, so we say in the Quest and Couch podcast
1: keep on quest.